Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. Let me clarify immediately, just right off the bat, and say what I'm about to tell you isn't going to be a part of an episode later uh, because of an event I went to. This is just, it's so, the story is so good, guys. The story is so good. I had to tell you now. Long story short, uh, I went to the Meekum Auctions in Denver recently. And uh, if you're wondering if there's going to be a podcast episode about that, there may or may not be. It really, when I was recording, a very good portion of it is video-oriented, like YouTube-oriented. So there may, there's, well, no, tell a lie, there is going to be a podcast episode, but it's going to be a bit different to uh, what perhaps you might be expecting. Today's episode is about what happened at the auction while I was there on the second day. And I yes, I went, uh, I went both days. And actually, there's some other news about that I should really tell you guys. So, second day of Meekum, they start rolling a few more cars out. Some of which I didn't see the day before. One car I did see the day before, the one that, and that I made an immediate beeline for when I saw it, was a black with dual gray racing stripe, like a late 90s Dodge Viper GTS. It was a coupe. I think it might have been a Viper GTS ACR. I might have seen that badging on there. I don't remember perfectly. But like I said, so I made a beeline for that when I saw it at the time. And I took photos and then I got on with the rest of with the rest of the day because a lot happened and they were rolling cars out onto the auction block at 10. We got there, me and my dad got there at 8 on day 1 and actually day 2 because I wanted to get a bunch of video and photos done but well before we basically stay up where the auction block is. Cuz that once they start rolling cars out there, you're I basically stayed there most of the day. This isn't about that, although there's some context and some stuff, just to understand kind of the atmosphere of what was going on. And so day two was much of the same, and I got myself way, way later, like later midday, probably about three o'clock, around around that time period, three onward. I I hung out at one spot, I hung out at one spot on the auction block because I wanted to try it, I wanted to see if I could get some good shots, and... It was okay. It was an okay spot. It wasn't great. Not terrible. I've had terrible spots, but that one just was really rather not mediocre, but average in terms of shots. But anyway, so I'm there. I'm taking shots. I take probably four or five cars, multiple shots of, shots of about four or five cars. And then one of the people who stands by the cars and sort of guides them and, and stops them on the auction block when they get into a little parking square, he comes up to me. And he says, hey, uh, yeah, I need you to move. And I don't, I don't remember why exactly. I, I think it was something, something about they were about to do something in that area. I really don't remember what it was specifically. And I, I will say this, though. I know I didn't hear it perfectly straight. And I was confused as to what it was exactly. But he didn't, either he said and I didn't hear it or any number of things. But anyway, he basically tells me, I got to move. Because he was saying I can't set up shop there. Like I sort of kind of had... Um, and I was like, okay, sure, that's fine. I had no problem. The shot was, the, the area was good enough for me to stay to get shots. Really nothing incredible though. I just wanted a different perspective. So it wouldn't be, so my photos wouldn't look so formulaic. Like I sat in one area all the time, which I ended up doing anyway for both days. So after he tells me, or no, right at the end of his sentence, as he's still telling me this, I, not that I'm ignoring him, but I'm paying, I'm listening to what he's saying. And I look to, I look to my, I think I look to my right. After looking somewhere else, but I look to my right because I'm trying to gauge how long I have until that Viper comes up. Because that's what I'm waiting for. I saw it. It was in line. Meekum had it queued. 
and I didn't know how long I had been up there, and I didn't know how far, how close it was, so I was trying to see if I could see it from where I was standing. So I looked to see whether or not it's there, and how much time, whether or not I need to run to my typical viewing spots. Turns out, it was sitting right there, and about to go up, no less. Like, about a minute and a half away from going right up onto the auction block, and I'm like, oh, crud, I do not have a lot of time. And I was getting, both days, I was getting some slow-mo shots, because my, my new camera will do that. And, and especially in, in some specific areas, they were really good, but I didn't have time for that. Yeah, I didn't have time for that on this occasion. So I, and I couldn't even just go across the red carpet because I was told, really try and stay off and don't get in the camera, camera people's way. So I was like, okay, I will do that. I'm just going to run a big, like a big ring road style right around to where my view, to my, to where my typical viewing spots are. And I mean, I ran, I booked it out of there like, oh I better not miss this Viper. I cannot miss it. Can't happen. So I book it out of there. I do the ring road bit. It takes forever. And keep in mind, this is Saturday. So all the really, really good cars, they save the best for the second day. And everyone is there. Just a ton of people are near the auction floor. And near the auction block, for that matter. And I'm just weaving, out, weaving in and out of people just trying to get back to where I typically shoot. And so I get to the first area, because I basically have two areas where I typically shoot. One, which is a little bit to the right of the auction, of the auction block. So, so I see the front of the car until it gets, until it gets to that, to the end block, uh, where the, where the big screen is. And there's another shot where it's right behind, it's basically to the left of the auction block, so I can see behind the car, so I can get a good sort of like rear quarter shot type of deal. So I get to the first one, I take my photos, I take a little bit of an abbreviated route because normally I try not to walk in front of the bidders so that if they bid right as I walk across, they basically miss their chance. I try not to do that. So I don't take abbreviated routes. I go the long way. I go, you know, I go all the way back to where the chair stops, essentially. I didn't do that this time. I was like, just gonna have to bite the bullet, just gonna have to, sorry if I make you miss your shot. I can't miss my shot. Not to bid, but I can't miss my shot. So I take an abbreviated route, I get to the back side, and I actually make it. I make it on time, I get my shot, it was good. And then they start moving the car, and I'm like, okay, the one, the last shot I haven't gotten yet is, is a slow-mo shot. Because I really wanted to do that. Viper slow-mo is good times. So I book it out of there, and I go all the way back to not about to three quarters of where I was. Yeah, almost three quarters of where I was, and basically they turn the car and then they park it somewhere. And I'm, and I'm on the end when they immediately, because basically they push the car to that end block and then they turn it on and then they just drive it away most of the time. And I think it was the, I think they were pushing the Viper up until a certain point, but either way, I was there. And I had only just gotten there when they, when when our local, when actually one of uh, the local school's football team, because they were volunteering, got behind the car and started to push. And I just barely set up my tripod. I barely get the camera on. And it, thankfully, it was already in the mode from, I guess, an earlier shoot. But I basically had... I barely got everything done. And there were still a lot of people there, keep in mind, too. So getting in position was difficult because my position was kind of taken up. And I take the slow-mo as fast as possible. After the Viper goes, I review it. There's fear in my heart because it, it really looked like a bad shot while I was recording it. And my fears are confirmed. My fears are confirmed. It, it's just, it's a, it's an awful shot. The lighting's just, the lighting's mad. It, it was dark in that area, but it was it was a really bad shot this time. The angle wasn't interesting. It is a, it's just a really dull slow-mo pick. Despite a Viper being in it, it it couldn't say, the 
Having a Viper in this pick couldn't save the crumminess of this shot. And so I'm a bit disheartened now. I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is terrible. Oh, mess. This is terrible. And then I realized, well, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, sure. You didn't get a slow-mo on the auction floor, but you can still get a moving slow-mo elsewhere because the car, you know, they parked the car somewhere. And I had caught a few cars before. I had to run and catch some that I missed. I missed I missed one car the day before, and that was a Sunbeam Alpine, actually. And that was also really cool. But anyway, back to the Viper. So it turns the corners where I can't see it. I pack up as fast as possible, and I run to back because they have a they have a State Farm booth that people can sit at, at the end of at the end of the auction line, and I'm running and I run behind that because that's where the cars go. And it's important to keep in mind that when I was setting up the tripod, the car was out of my view for about 20, 20 about fifteen seconds, fifteen to twenty five seconds. And so, and in that time, in that time, it took me to do all that and then run out to see a long, you know, a long hood, short rear, black car driving around. And the time it took for me to what, for, and the time it took for me to, for what I should have seen to get there, it was gone. This Viper had vanished into a wormhole. It had vanished into a wormhole. I should have seen a long hood, short deck Viper and it, it was nowhere. In the time it took, in the 15 to 25 seconds that thing had got out of my sight, and in that short time, probably 30 seconds total by the time I got around to the back, and all that time, it, it just, it was gone. I should have seen a Viper there, but it was gone. And I'm looking around, and I'm like, where, what? I'm very confused. I'm just absolutely befuddled. Where did this thing go? And I look to my right, I look far to see, okay, maybe it didn't turn down this first immediate aisle, maybe it went to the second, maybe it went to the third, maybe there's even a fourth aisle that's actually quite a ways away from where I'm standing. There is only a black 911 off to far, kind of far right-ish, and I know it was a 911 because it didn't have Viper taillights and it was of 993 generation. I think the one that everyone hates, if I remember correctly, which I don't know why, I think it's the best looking, but... I, I see that, and I briefly thought it was a Viper, but it's absolutely not. And it's, it's black, though. I'll give it that. It was a black 911. And I look back to my left. I walk closer to, closer to the path of where the cars were driving, onto the path of where the cars were driving, and this thing is nowhere. Now, keep in mind, there's a storage container-style door, like those you see on Storage Wars in this convention center that's up, and there's three waste... waste uh, for lack of a better word, waste carriages, um, or waste carts, I should say. And they're kind of blocking the entrance. And at this point, I'm just trying to deduce where did this go? So I look at that, and I'm I'm thinking of this, I'm working out a scenario in my head. Did the Viper drive there? Did the owner decide, yeah, I or did the new owner buy it? And then was like, yeah, I'm shipping up and shipping out. I got the car I wanted, I'm going to go drive it through the through the convention center and drive it out basically and i didn't know if that had happened i didn't know if this if that does happen i doubted it but i quickly ruled out that possibility because i'm like well no it's block they're blocking those waste carts are blocking that entrance and the viper is way too wide to fit in the very small gap that was there and they probably didn't move them because they look like they had been sitting there for a little while they were actually very evenly spaced it wasn't a rush job they looked like they had been there and i didn't see anyone near the carts because if they had just been there someone would have been near the carts and especially if they were moved someone would have been near the carts they might have been looking at the cars it was driving off 
No clue. There was no indicator that the Viper had been there. No indication that it had been there. So now I walk down back towards where the car had turned right from where I was standing at the end of the auction road. Nowhere. The thing is, nowhere even there. Because I was thinking, well, maybe I missed it. Maybe they pulled it just a bit too far to where I couldn't see from that angle. And it's a bit too far back to where I can't see from where I was standing at that very moment. Which is where they had parked some of the cars that had sold earlier that day. Again, it, it's nowhere. It's not there. It's not further up where that 911 was. I am, I'm shooketh. I am shook. I'm like, where did this thing go? There is no way it just vanished off into a wormhole to 2095. And it's now an antique in some motor museum that no one visits because no one cares about cars from a thousand years ago at that rate. Well, no, I said 2090. No. So about 800 something years ago. But anyway, it's nowhere. I'm looking around. I'm just the intensity the intensity of i was very very befuddled and i was a little frazzled rather than shook if i was frazzled i just i could not figure this out so now so i just i stop and i'm like it's gone wherever wherever this thing is it's probably it's it's probably stopped moving by that time and then i realized i i i'm feeling a little weird and then i realized oh wait i need a little bit of water i haven't had it and a lot of water at that time and so i turn around i'm gonna go walk i'm gonna go walk to the other side of the auction block where they load the cars up rather than when they basically drop drive them off god knows where most of the time and i see i look to my left and i see a rolls royce that was actually sitting next to the viper on both days and it's going in a direction that i would that considering those cars must have been considering that rolls royce is still going and the viper was just up both had to be in the same group and I realized both, both, and so I started thinking, you know what, what if that Rolls Royce was in a similar group to the Viper? And if it's in a similar, similar group to the Viper, what if the Viper's going to the very place this Rolls is going? Like, like, at the very least, what if it's going in the same direction? There's a small bit of hope in my heart that this Viper is God knows where, but it's still moving. And it's going in the, in the direction of this Rolls Royce. But I, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. And... I'm still, I'm still gonna go get some water. So I have two options here. There is a water fountain because I didn't have the water on me. There's a water fountain closer. It's behind all the curtains and the auction, and properly behind the auction block and all that. And that one's closer. Or I could go to the one that's be that's behind, that's well behind. Sorry, that's on the other side of the auction block where they're loading the cars up and where the, where they have a bunch of vendors actually for the most part. I could go there instead. Because at the very least, I'm drinking out of that water fountain. I'm not. I haven't been sick yet, and thank God I didn't get sick. And I know it works. I know at the very least one works. And so I decide, if there is any hope that this Viper is still moving and going in the direction of this Rolls Royce, if there is a small chance, I need to go to that other one so I'm right in position. So I walk. I see the Rolls Royce turns an aisle before an aisle before the end one, an aisle before the end aisle, and I'm like, okay. If the Viper turns there, that's that's okay. At the very least, I'm on the right side of the convention center. Or, or of this convention room, I really should say. So I get my drink of water. I'm drinking like an animal because I'm so, so thirsty. Like dripping down into my little shaggy beard. Kind of thirsty. And so I shake my head. I get the drips out. I go into the bathroom. I use a paper towel. I dry myself off. 
Keep in mind, I still have the camera in my hand and on the and on the tripod from an early, from an earlier stint at this point. And after I drive myself off, drive my face off, I should say, I walk out. I'm starting. I stop, and then I start to walk. I look a little bit to my left. I'm just panning. I'm just looking around, just contemplating how I royally messed up this Viper shot. And I look to my right because I just I I just pan around the room a lot of a lot. I look to my right, and there it is. This blasted viper turning turning left and it's that very viper. It's turning left on the last aisle. It went an aisle after the rolls, and I don't understand that. I don't know I don't know if they filled the aisle up or what. I don't understand that. But all I see is that it's turning left. And when I see it, I am both grateful and very ticked off. So I'm grateful because I'm like, I get a second chance at glory. I get a second chance at getting a slow-mo Viper pick. But I think a slightly greater part of me is really ticked off because I'm like, where the mess were you when I was looking for you? You were nowhere to be found. And I mean absolutely nowhere. Just vanished into a black hole, into a wormhole, into a something. This thing teleported into, into the shadow realm, into the afterlife. And it was never to be seen from again until now. I see that it's still moving. And I see that there are some parking spaces a little bit up. Well, no, I don't see that there are parking spaces up the road. I know that there's going to be, but I realize I don't know where these parking spaces are, and I don't know how far this Viper's driving until it stops, and either it stops and pulls in or it just pulls in straight. So I grab my hat, I, I hold onto my hat, excuse me, I grip my camera even more firmly, and I bolt. I'm not running like an Olympian here, but I'm going at least... Seven and a half tenths of my full pace, maybe eight tenths of my true speed. I am booking it to get ahead of this car because, like I said, I don't know where it's going to stop and where it's going to park. And if I'm ahead of it, I can adjust after. At the very least, I can do that. But at this point, I am not. And I'm holding onto my hat because I ran looking for Bill Stevens, actually, earlier that day and it almost fell off. I caught it, but it, it got lifted in the wind because I was wearing it pretty loosely. So I, I'm t I grabbed onto my hat and I bolted. I'm doing at least, the car's maybe doing three miles per hour between two and five miles per hour. I must have been doing a solid seven or eight, maybe 10. I am running, sir. I am running to catch this, this last chance at getting a cool, at getting a cool slow-mo shot. So I, by the, so I basically catch it. I catch it pretty much in no time, despite the fact that it's moving, which did add a bit of challenge. And right when I'm about to catch it, the car stops and throws its reverse lights on kind of when I'm behind it. Not behind enough to get run over, but enough to make to be a bit concerning for me. And I'm confused because there's a spot. When I get there, I see there's a spot right next to where it was. And I don't know how this happened, but I realize the Viper guy, the, the Viper person driving it, basically overshot they overshot where they were supposed to park and they were reversing and i realized in that second great they're not gonna pull in i have a little bit of time and i mean a just a fraction of five minutes to set up so like 2.25 minutes which it really wasn't that i had maybe 15 20 seconds to set up that was it it was maybe 10 it was really not a lot of time because he didn't waste any time backing up and so my mind instantly switches for being thankful to just looking around for a spot to set up that would make the best shot that would give me the coolest shot and again i only have about 10 seconds to look and 10 seconds to set up in the spot where i'm gonna be there's a there's some there's some dodge looking bit like a ford 
like a 1960s Ford style van, not a transit, but one of the American ones that looks kind of like that. It, it was something like that. I don't, I don't remember the names of most of those vans anyway. I see that, but there's an open spot and I see the Vipers pulling in basically right where I'm standing. Well, not right where I'm standing, but it's in the lot where I'm standing off to the side, but right in this lane, if you will. I put, I set up my tripod. I turn the camera on. I flick the screen. I don't think, well, I say I flick the screen around. I don't think I actually messed with it in, in the first place, but I digress. We flicked it on. We aimed it. I focused the camera. The car is pulling in slowly at this moment, and I immediately hit that record button. I hit that thing as fast as I can while it's not disturbing the camera. And I just get this shot of a Viper turning into a parking lot in slow, parking lot, parking space in slow-mo it's it's like one of those things you see at a cars and coffee that this shot i swear it's like one of those it's it's nuts how good it is and and yeah that, i just gave it away it bore i got the shot can't believe it, i just gave it away but i yeah i got the shot i did mess up a little bit because i didn't the car basically kind of gets it gets too close to the camera and then it kind of fills up the frame uh, i was gonna try and zoom out and pan and stop the recording when the car stopped, which realizing now I was in way the wrong position to do that, but I don't care because it was it's a beastly shot. Um But yeah, so I couldn't do that because I have my tripod settings way too stiff to do that. Just way, way too stiff to do that. But I get the shot. It looked good when I was recording. It looked good when I was recording, but I'm holding my breath. I click the media button on my camera. The first thing that pops up is is this new is this new file that's been created i click the play button i watch it for about five maybe six seconds and it is glorious it the shot it worked i don't know how the car gods were smiling upon me because every single thing except for that last part about not being able to pan but I, again i was in the wrong place but the car gods were smiling upon me the car gods and god himself was smiling upon me in that moment because the shot looks so good. The car is in focus. It zoomed in just enough to make sense. It's, it's dead on. And the angle, the angle the camera is at, it's, again, dead on. And I don't remember the sound I made. It might have been a, oh, it might have been a, yes, it might have been a, it might have been something. It was some, excellent. it was some sound of jubilation. I was over the moon. And I look behind me just to make sure no one else is kind of freaked out by this 17-year-old kid just poor, just looking, just staring his nose into the camera. And there, and yeah, there's a family behind me. There's two kids, a wife, and a husband. And I and I just look at the I just look at the husband because he's the only, he's the only one looking at me with a small smile on his face. And I'm like, sorry about that because I was kind of loud. And I just I give him the really abbreviated version. I messed up the shot up by the auction block, and I've been chasing this thing, and I just got the shot of the century. Uh, I didn't say shot of the century, but it was close. And good lord, I was just... <laughs> I know you really shouldn't... You shouldn't apologize for being excited about something. And I wasn't so much as I was apologizing for being loud and kind of disturbing the peace. It was crazy. A lot of fist pumps were... Uh were had even shortly after that and then I got some I got a few pictures of the car straight on after that and I, I can't believe I forgot to say I got to tell you guys the greatest story in the world that's what I was gonna say at the beginning of this but yeah now you've just heard the greatest story in the world and I don't know it, it the whole thing was miraculous I don't understand 
how I don't understand where that Viper went. I still can't fathom that. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing even a sliver of it when I when I pour over my memories. I don't. I just don't know where it went. I can't believe it went down to the last aisle, basically where I was at. I can't believe it got everything set up almost bang on in in no in basically no time. I had no time. It was it was shot in well shot in sixty seconds sounds bad, but but yeah. It was, it was that. I had no time to get any of that done. And the fact, the fact that that happened on the, Vi forget the shot part. The fact that the Viper came down there and was still driving and ha I had all that time or lack of all that time. I just, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. No, there was no reason. There was no reason anything should have worked out as well as it did in those and keep in mind all that about happened in about 20 minutes maybe 15 it really everything was happening bang 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 and i was so on the money i was so right to go down to that other water water uh i don't it's not a fountain i was, I was so right to listen to my get to listen to my intuition that that rolls royce may or may not be going where the viper was going well the Viper would be going where the Rolls Royce is going, because the Rolls Royce came first, but still. I just can't believe that worked out so well. I was so darn right to go to that other water spout, whatever it's called. If I had given up, can you imagine? And I may or may not have known later on in the day, but can you imagine if I had given up what this story would... This story, probably the greatest story in the world, and this is a VinWiki level story. I'd love to tell this on VinWiki. But this story probably would not exist in any meaningful measure if I didn't have that little bit of hope in my heart and determination not to, despite being so close, just not giving up, going down and waiting, just being uber patient and only calling it when the fat lady say. So, <laughs> so awesome. So, so awesome. I, again, I just can't believe it worked out as well as it did. It, that's one of those situations where if you guys follow the butterfly effect that you probably know what I'm about to say, but if I had, if I had done things any differently, which actually is what I've been saying, but of all the possible realities of all the possible decisions I could have made, this has got to be one of the best, the best realities out of all of them because I actually got the shot. I didn't give up. I kept the hope in my heart and I was just extremely lucky. <laughs> I, I'm telling you it. I still can't believe it happened, and I still can't believe that Viper vanished. Just vamoosed itself. Or is it vamoose? I, I don't remember. Either way, it just put its invisibility cloak on and then decided to give me a scare and then turned itself off later. But I can't believe it. And now you probably want to know what the rest of the auction was like. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you. And that'll be, that'll probably be in an episode where I talk about what some of the cars went for because I actually didn't pay attention <laughs> a lot of the time. On this occasion, Amika, because I was so busy. I was so busy on camera settings and getting the right shot and all of that. I was so busy on that and then going to the next car. I really, really was not paying attention enough. So we'll we'll go over some of those, especially some of the cars that I really want to know that I missed. But yeah, you've just heard the greatest story in the world. And potentially one of the best Viper stories out there. Uh... I hope, I hope you enjoyed. Tell me if you've had any similar experiences where you just, you were so close to getting it wrong, but you, you or you were so close to missing your chance, but you, you got it. You, you know, you made it. 
Tell me if you've had any stories like that. Like, comment, share the podcast, follow us on Podbean and iTunes, subscribe on YouTube. If you subscribe on YouTube, hit the notification bell so that that way you'll be notified every time I upload. I do so hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed telling it. It's, It's one of my best car stories. It's the best car story I have right now. It's, it is nuts. Anyway, I really, I hope you guys enjoyed. I will see you very soon.